dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. Things are just moving along as they should. I was looking at a few subsets of other rule systems, thinking about it, and there's nothing wrong, well, with a few modifications, I get. I know I'm rambling right now, but it's just been one of those, starting to be one of those days, you know? Had a good game Monday, real good game. We kind of cleaned up the uh, Sun of the Citadel, and now we, we move on. We may meet face-to-face next week, and that kind of excites me. So, anyway, it's talking about subsets, and we're going to talk about that after this. All right, I I was looking at another review of the Rules Cyclopedia, and it happened to mention in 5th edition there's no real mass combat rules when you need it. I'm not a big fan of mass combat, but I can see the dramatic potential of mass combat. And if there's a system that I can get behind that isn't too much trouble, I don't mind doing it. So they suggested the mass combat, the war machine engine of mass combat for Rule Cyclopedia can fit into something like 5th edition with little or no change. And I thought, well, that's something. So I went back to the RC and looked at it. I looked at it, and you know my aversion to complication. Well, yeah, it's kind of it's a bit complicated, but you know that's the nature of the beast as far as mass combat goes, as far as I'm concerned. But it is simple enough where I could follow along what you have to do, and I thought. I looked at it and I thought, you know, if you're going to prep this for a group, and I'm, you know, if you're going to prep it for like the same thing, you can work this stuff out in advance. And then all they have to do, because it comes down to die rolls. It really comes down to die rolls to see who won, how badly, what kind of casualties you have, this and that and the other thing. So if I was going to say maybe in the maybe in the campaign they're building up to war with another with another group with another country or whatever you can do that or if you just wanted to kind of stumble onto a battlefield of this war they didn't even know what was going on kind of like the end of the good the bad and the ugly I thought well I can prep that too if they're not expecting it that's okay because it still comes down to die rolls. I also found out, I looked in there and saying there's a way for characters to affect the tide of battle by their actions. And to me, that's always a good thing. Like I said, I'm not a fan of mass battles. I don't get into wargaming, tactical stuff. I'm not bad. And it says right there, one of the assumptions is the characters know how to get around in the D&D world. The players don't know, have to know about battle tactics for this, which is good. And that slips it into a role-playing game nicely, as long as you do your prep. Now, I don't know of any other mass combat systems. I've never seen battle system or anything like that. And this is about as simple, I think, as it's going to get. 
because you have to have a battle rating for one side and then the other, and it's all different factors on, you know, how the troops are trained, how well they're trained, what the leader is like, and all this other stuff. But it looks like it's very easy to to interpolate as long as you have time to do it. It's not something I would carry in saying when they say, you know, do a, do a game, write a play, run us a game in an hour. So I wouldn't do something like this. If there was a big battle, I'd, I'd either fudge it or just kind of get away, get around it or something. But if I have the time and I have the prep to sit down, and it's not going to take a whole, it looked like it'd take maybe an hour at the most, probably less. So I love subsystems that you can slip into other games. Now, again, I like the modular stuff. You know I don't like complication. But at the same time, if you have a subsystem from some other game that you can steal and use with your game with little or no change, do it. There's stuff I've gotten from games I wouldn't even walk across the street to play, let alone Game Master, but it's got one or two good ideas, good subsystems that I'm going to steal. Like, I'm always looking for a good chase, chase mechanics. And they're few and far between. I kind of cobbled together my own, but I've used a couple of sources, like the the source from Mark Hunt's Gangbuster stuff, and things like that in Savage Worlds. So there, there's that. And and so if you can figure out a way, like I said, to slip it in your world and you got a subsystem, do it. You know, don't make it the focal point of the game. Frankly, I think there are actual rule systems out there that have their own sus- subsystems already that kind of detract from the game, but that's another story. But you've got to make it so it's just for certain it's for certain circumstances, and you hang on to it, and you know you just use it for that, and then you're back into the game. It's not like the game has to stop dead to use it. Not like the idea of player characters being able to affect the battle in certain ways. Now skirmishes are another thing. If you're, I mean, that's what encounters are are skirmishes. So. If you're doing a big battle and you want to focus on this one group of adventurers fighting this one squad of orcs, you can do that. Now, I would find some kind of way to like maybe the bigger battle affecting this battle in a way that they don't expect, like say a cannonball gets blown in the middle of them or something. But to me, that's plot stuff. That's that's story stuff. That's stuff like, you know, if the battle and the encounter is going well and stuff, but you want to introduce something, you do that as a plot point. You know, it happens in one round, and then everybody has to deal with the fallout and fight at the same time. So, there's that. I would just make that DM fiat anyway. But if you have another subsystem for other stuff, I mean, I love the skill system in, our, in the Rule Cyclopedia, too. I do. It's very simple, and it's easy to get better, and I can deal with it if I don't do the, like, talents type thing that I always talk about, where you can say you have a talent and it just, you know, I've, I've talked about it before. But if you have a good subsystem that's not too complicated that you can slip into your game, do it. Always steal from the best. Anyway, i got to go start my day. So, I, uh, if you want to talk about this 
me or anybody else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. And don't forget, Dan Gregg's The Young Grognard Podcast. That's Y-U-N-G Grognard. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear. Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries. And my buddy Eric Tenkar's Tavern Shaft. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.